Welcome back. Nice to see you guys. This is Richard Sachs. I'm your host on Lost Arts Radio, and we're here with our friend Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who's agreed to do a series with us as much once a week as we can manage uh, with everything else that we're balancing. It's called Conversations with Gabriel. And the last couple of times we've been working on a slideshow that Dr. Cousins agreed to share with us, and it's a really important show about climate change and global and CO2 levels and how all those things do or don't correlate. And it's very important for reasons that we'll discuss, uh, not because nothing ever happens with the climate, but because it always does. And w- whether we're getting warming or cooling or change or no change or whatever, the basic idea is you don't give up your freedoms no matter what the climate is doing because you've got to decide your priorities and that is the main one that lets everything else happen. So we have more to talk about than we have time for today. We'll try to pack in as much as we can. And we're going to start with uh, the usual sequence that Dr. Cousins leads, dancing, and then get into a special meditation that he's going to describe. So welcome, Dr. Cousins. This will be fun. Okay, great. I guess it's the political climate that has to be changed here. Yeah, anthropogenic political climate change. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so uh, let's just start with an opening prayer. Le shibi kudushabri hu ushinate bi ilulayaj nuke biloke bi irashlam shem kuzreo kolam amen. Okay, good. Um, so feel the merging of the heart and the mind. We call it wisdom of the heart, which is really what's needed in today's world. Um, and we're going to just talk about meditation for a second. Uh, and we're going to be giving you a world healing meditation. That's our goal here today. Uh, but first, the basic meditation, Yoda and the in-breath, hey and the out-breath, wa and then breath hey and the out-breath. Yoda from the base to the heart, hey out to the heart. Wa from the base to the third eye, out to the heart. And that's with your breath. Inhaling out, exhaling hey. Inhaling wa, exhaling hey. Okay. And of course, whatever meditation you like to do is fine. So we're going to start with that and then we'll get us into meditation with again the, the Haniha or Shaktipat meditation of energy coming through the eyes to help awaken the energy. And then this the world healing meditation that we're doing Every night. Why? Because that's what's needed. If we're going to change what's going on in the world, there has to be a shift in consciousness. And this guided meditation I'm sharing with you after we meditate for a few minutes is geared at upgrading the global mind and the global consciousness. And our plan is to do this every night around 10 o'clock. And we're all around the world. At 10 o'clock Israel time, everybody's time is different. So 10 o'clock Israel time is 7 o'clock, wait, uh, <clears throat> 3 o'clock East Coast time, and it goes forward. So you'll know your time zone. That's the point. Okay, so let's start with a little dancing. 
And I'm going to just see if I can make this bigger. Yeah. Okay. And everybody should join because it's about creating spiritual joy. Okay. So much fun. Okay. So just focus on the energy coming through my eyes. And we'll meditate for just a few minutes before we do the guided meditation.
Okay. Now feel as we go into the world healing visualization. Feel energy coming from multi layers above us, levels of conscious coming down, going around the planet Earth, this white luminescent pearlescent light coming around and up through the base chakra of planet Earth and continue to raise the other chakras to the crown chakra and then into us and then it moves up through us and it reaches a point two finger breaths below the navel okay in this place and it's three fingers in is the sacred energetic space of the sacred feminine. Okay? And it holds that energy, and now it explodes out of that and continues to rise up through the different chakras, through the crown, back to the center point of God, back to the primal center point of source, and when it reaches there, another energy comes down, that's a, a white, plus energy coming down through the crown, activating the pineal gland, which is the source of the sacred masculine energy. And you know, these two energies, sacred feminine, rising, sacred masculine coming down, meet at the heart thymus area. And there's an explosion of energy and this tremendous force of white pearlescent light begins to move throughout our body, burning up all the toxins that we breathe from the air, those who've got the, the shot, and all the toxins that we got from all the different places, all being burned up. And all these dark forces that are connected to those toxins, being burned up. Then it continues to expand. Okay? And a, a tube of this white fluorescent light, it tends to, it expands, and it's now <clears throat> outside of our body, affecting everything on the planet, burning up all the dark forces on the surface of the planet, below the surface of the planet, and really in the atmosphere and it continues to expand into the solar system burning up all the dark forces in the solar system and all the different planets and it continues to expand into the galaxy and finally into the nothing all of creation this white pearlescent tube of light has expanded all the dark forces have burned up now at the same time this white light this white plus light uh, in the slimus heart area begins to really give off and radiate this incredible energy of love and peace and divine sound and it begins to move throughout the body filling the body with this incredible light, love, and divine sound, and then extends outside of us, affecting all around us, 
all the plants and all the amphibians and the reptiles and the mammals and the birds, everything is feeling being filled and all the humans and all the cultures. And soon this white pearlescent light surrounds the planet. A sphere of white light, tremendous white light. And then from above the planet, this white light radiates down, filling everything with this tremendous white light of divine love, divine sound, and the divine light. So it's light, love, and sound. And the whole planet is radiating, absolutely radiating this. And so as this happens, the level of consciousness expands on planet Earth. And we move into ever higher levels of love and of light. and of consciousness, and of divine sound. And just be there with it for a minute.
And again, this is a visualization, meditation, really asking you to do every night around 10 o'clock. Well, 10 o'clock Israel time, whatever that equivalent is, wherever you are living in the world. And this is the real power that we have to change the global mind, to awaken the global mind, and to uplift the global mind. So thank you for joining. Okay, now we are going to go back to um, the global cycles of global warming and cooling. So, Richard, do you want to say anything before we go into that? Just that one thing. Can you hear me okay? There's kind of an echo on this side. I hear you. Let me, let me turn it down, maybe. Is that better? Uh, might be, yeah. So, just one thing that struck me when you said we're uplifting the global mind. I would say there's more to the atmosphere around the Earth than physical gases. Right. And we're trying to make a climate change on a different level. Right. So, anyway. We're trying to change the consciousness climate. Yeah, exactly. Which, which I think has a lot to do with the spontaneous thoughts that just come to people's minds without them knowing where they come from. Okay. So, what we're looking at is that we, the, the, the sun gets sunspots and it gets very active, and that creates global warming on the Earth when there's more sunspots. There's a direct correlation between sunspots and global warming, period. Now, the other part of that is when the we get what we call solar hibernation when the sunspots decrease. And we are moving into a solar hibernation. This happened in 1793 to 1830. And less sunspots, we get global cooling and a mini ice age. In fact, 1815, there was no summer. No summer because of the global cooling. So there are cycles of warming and cooling. It's not like what the computer models have. This is just straight observation. Um, you just look and see, and that's what it is. And they have records of this over time. So there's nothing kind of tricky about this. Next slide. So we have some evidence of this. 2010, Miami, Florida. Cold temperature 37 degrees Fahrenheit, breaking 83-year-old record. 
That's the Global Cooling, January 21st, 2011, International Falls, Minnesota. A new record cold, 46 degrees Fahrenheit, beating the old record of 41 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, what am I saying here is this is happening. This is not a computer model. These are the temperatures. It says in the weatherman which way the wind's blowing. Sweden reported its coldest weather in 100 years. This is not accident, and it's called global cooling. Now, they can tell you everything's upside down and it's really getting hotter. They can tell you everything. We, one way of understanding uh, the United States is it's a nation of lies. And people are seeing that more and more every day. We don't really have a clue what's going on in the Ukraine, but let's forget about the Ukraine. What about the seventh building that was, you know, uh, controlled demolition in New York and 9-11? Okay. What about the assassination of uh, JFK? Those are huge lies. And we can just go on and on. What about weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist in Iraq but justified an invasion? So it's just one big lie after another that affects, that justifies the policies of the deep state. Richard, do you want anything to add to that as we... Uh, The only thing I would add to that right offhand not to take time away from the slideshow is that I, I, as, as we were mentioning before, I differentiate between the country, whether it's Israel, the U.S., or any other country, Russia, China, um, and the occupying government. And right now, the U.S. has the greatness of a memory of freedom that needs to spread all over the world, but it's occupied by a criminal government criminal corporate cartels, and especially a criminal media, mainstream media, which is what perpetuates the uh, false information that you're talking about. And it certainly includes the idea that you have to panic about the weather and the climate. Whatever it's doing, you the important thing is to panic and to give up your God-given rights in order to save yourself. And I, th- I think that needs to be understood worldwide. And that's why this slideshow is important, because it's basically saying it's a big lie. We're in global cooling. We're at the beginning part of global cooling since 1998, but we're in global cooling. It's right, like, so two, two levels. One is you're showing that the information has been taken off faulty data, which is really important. The other thing to understand with that is that even if they were right and it was catastrophic global warming and Obama and other people were not buying mansions on the seashore and it was really a problem, even then you don't give up your rights. Right. Similar to what they talked about the pandemic. You know, people have said, well, it's really not that bad of a pandemic, so you shouldn't have to give up your rights. No, when you have freedom as the priority, even if you're all going to die, 
right to the last minute, you don't give up your rights. So that's what we're talking about. In this case, once we get away from projected false computer models and we see that there's not a straight line causing global warming, it gives us time to pause and think, wow, there's one big lie going on about the weather here. And that's the, the point here. So maybe Greta Thunberg wasn't really too awake, but in 2011, Sweden reported its coldest weather in 100 years. How did she miss that? And I'm being a little cynical. The point is she missed it because she's a spokesperson for the New World Order. That's how she missed it. And, and I, one more comment, I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Cousins, is that okay. when they tried to sell this uh, Green New Deal idea to the public, which means you cut out the evil petroleum-derived energy and you have everything wonderful with solar and wind, which, of course, are not in the current form adequate for anything. And that didn't sell very well. So they're doing the same Green New Deal by force now by economic manipulation and other things. Right. They are persistent, but we must be persistent too. We have to we do need to meditate every day at ten PM, meditate visualization. We have to be equally as persistent. Next slide please. So as you see, we have all the same thing. Russia uh, will have its coldest winter in a thousand years. Earth on the brink of ice age, Pravada. Arctic ice refuses to melt as uh, wished for by Al Gore. Hey, is the, uh, I guess that's a London Express. Global warming is the coldest winter in decades. In decades. Who are we fooling? If they said that the sky is green, there's a lot of people who really believe that. But guess what? The sky is green, not green, and we're in slight global cooling, getting ready to get a lot cooler. Okay? That's the point. Okay, next slide, please. So, three, 31,000 scientists say there's no convincing evidence of global warming. Next slide, please. And the North Pole ice caps are increasing in size. My goodness. That's just opposite of what they said would happen. And this is a little bit of a problem. This is May 2nd, 2019. Next slide, please. Okay. Again, it's growing. Arctic milk myth. Seven years ago, Al Gore predicted the Arctic would be ice-free. Uh, okay, fine. Obviously, he was wrong. Because the North Pole, Arctic ice, has increased 43 to 63%. Huh. That doesn't fit with the computer models. But I don't really care because it fits with reality of nature, which is cycles of warming and cooling. Next slide, please. And what about the polar bears? We covered some of these last time, so we're getting a little review. Uh, at, 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 at 5,000, 
and uh, 2005, and now they're up to 20,000. And the way they're coping with this, they fired the, the professor who actually did the research. Next slide. Okay, as I say, of 5,000 in the 1960s, now 20,000. The bare facts. Next slide. So Susan Crockford, assistant, assistant professor at the University of Florida, 15 years of Canada, uh, she said the polar bear catastrophe that never happened. Well, they stopped her lecturing in 2017 and fired her in 2019. It didn't fit. The research didn't fit with the global warming narrative of the polar bear population decreasing. And this is called science? We fire people who just give a report of what's really happening? It's a little bit of a concern. Okay, next slide, please. Okay, again. It's May snowstorm, May 10th, 2019, just a few years ago, three years ago, 117-year-old record. Now, we have to understand that I'm giving you a kind of accumulated horizontal, uh, relatively horizontal knowledge just from all over the place to show it isn't just one bad weather report in Minnesota. It's all over the world. Next slide, please. Okay, and that's Duluth, Minnesota. It gets more snow, 10 inch, 10.9 inches, uh, and it get colder, and versus 8.3 inches in 1902. Next slide, please. Okay, and the highest carbon dioxide recorded in 3 million years doesn't budget. Uh, well, that's a problem. Because they're blending it on CO2. But the fact is, the global warming gases and all the global warming effects is 0.04%. And of that 0.04%, only 3.5% is carbon dioxide. So guess what? Of course the carbon dioxide levels don't make a difference. And the other research shows that... Uh, Carbon dioxide rising tends to follow, not precede, uh, warming. So that's interesting. So everything is backwards. Next slide, please. Okay, Moscow's uh, uh, snowfall, record snowfall, uh, February 2019. Next slide, please. Okay, and here we are in uh, Korea. Again, wave power demands, cold, bitter cold. Next slide. Okay, Bangladesh. Okay, you're not really supposed to be that cold there. Next slide. It's happening around the world. That's my point. The Sierra snowpack is at 188 degrees uh, percent average. Next slide. Morocco. So what we're seeing in even the, the semi-tropical areas, first snow in 50 years paralyzed southern Morocco, 2018. It's like it's around the world. It's not a fluke. It's not just Minnesota. 
Next slide, please. Okay, Colorado gets a little cold too, but it's awful cold in Colorado. Next slide. Okay, Baton Rouge, New Orleans. That's that's a warm area. Shatters record low temperatures. Next slide. Uh, okay, in 2007, Al Gore, we're, uh, speaking for the globalists, trying to create fear and panic. North Pole ice caps falling off a cliff. It could be completely gone in summer as little as seven years. Okay, that's 2007. Let's take a look at what it really looks like. Okay. It shrank for a little bit. Now it's growing again. Keep going. Uh, and more global cooling between 2016-2018. Next slide. Okay. It gets cold in Wisconsin. It's uh, coldest morning uh, in about 23 years in Madison. And uh, record low, minus 20 degrees in Dubuque, Iowa, and Moline, Illinois. Next slide, please. Just happening. Keep going. It's just more mosquito, Worcester. It's all over. By 2019, it's cold. Next slide. And snowpack at 162% of average. Next slide. Okay, Minnesota. We already did that. Next slide. Chicago, biggest snowfall in more than 50 years. So, again, across the Midwest, in the semi-tropical areas in Morocco, it's Bangladesh, it's worldwide. Next slide. Hard to miss unless you're trying to. So uh, Al Gore claims that the Antarctic is melting, but it's gained or ice at a rate of 112 billion tons of ice every year from 1992 to 2001. Okay, that makes a clear statement. The South Pole is increasing in ice. Next slide. Greenland. The ice, you know, shrunk for a while, and now it's increasing. And you'll see the picture in a minute. Next slide. That's an amazing picture. So on the left, 2013, you can see that that's much bigger than on the right, 2011, uh, 2012. Significantly bigger by 2013. 43 to 63% increase. That's just really hard to ignore, you know, um, those pictures. And I, I don't think we can consider them fake. They look pretty realistic, but it's NASA. NASA is working for the government, and even they have to show you the pictures. So just remember this picture. Next time somebody like Greta Thunberg or Al Gore tells you, we're in global warming and the ice caps are melting. Doesn't look like it's melting here, does it? And that, the point I'm driving in is physical reality on this planet 
though on a spiritual place we say the world's an illusion, but on the physical reality of natural forces, it's blatant that we're having global cooling and the North Pole ice cap is increasing in size. They can say what they want. They can say the sky's pink or green or but it's actually blue. Next slide. It's not even actually blue, but it looks blue. Next slide. So keep going. Ice caps melting and keep going. Okay. Uh, Greenland ice sheet has grown between 1992 and 2002, 11 billion tons each year. How do we argue with that? We don't. That's how we argue with it. In the Journal of Glaciology, the data is there. It doesn't matter how dramatic we proclaim it isn't. It doesn't matter how hysterical we get about global warming happening when it isn't. The data is in front of us. We have to, and I think the audience here is pretty good at getting that, we have to actually really connect the outer reality uh, beyond just our emotional state. Next slide. So, pole side caps didn't melt. Uh, the summer ice is increased by 409 square miles since 2007. It's a fact. It's not a computer-generated model. Next slide. And then this 97% of scientists is a complete lie. Again, it's just one lie after another. Just one lie after another. And so um, this uh, is a complete manipulation of the data. Next slide. We'll just go through it real quickly. This number was from a thesis somebody did, and he called it uh, a consensus percentage. So they... He, so uh, surveyed at 10,257 uh, scientists, 3,146 responded. Next slide. And then they selected of this 3,000, roughly speaking, 79 referred their interview and from this, and declared these people experts. And of those 77, two were excluded for a second supplementary question. And that gives us 75. Next slide. And that 75 made it 97.4%. That is not reality. That's gross playing with the figures. And if you kind of look at it in the big terms, these majority scientists, which is absurd, 75 scientists, that's 0.0011% of the 7 million scientists in the world. That's not a lot of people. That's a pretty small percentage. Yeah, there's some variation of disagreement, but 75 scientists out of 7 million, it's like, who are we kidding? Everybody. Everybody's getting kidding. We've got to get more cynical. We have got to get more scientific. I'm giving you science. Why am I doing it? Because I want people to get you've been lied to. In almost every major thing that I, you know, since, well, I don't want to say World War II, but really 
way longer than that, we've been lied to, to control and manipulate. This is just a perfect example of a climate change. Next slide, please. So, we have a pre-selected 75 scientists, and that's versus 31,487 scientists saying there's no evidence to prove global warming. Well, I guess there's a difference between 75 pre-selected group versus 31,487. There's a big difference. And that's called, yes, you're lying. Next slide. So, uh, now, of course, a lot of people are catching on that. Uh, you know, only 27% of the U.S. population believes that there's a scientific consensus in global warming. They flip those words around, but it's like, wow, that's not a lot of people really believe the story. Next slide. Okay, we mentioned that. Now there's another petition called the Heldeberg Heidelberg Appeal. 400 scientists, and they stood against this 97. I think this is just wrong. Okay, next slide. Uh... And that was in 1992 with 4,000 signatories, 72 Nobel Prize winners from 106 countries. It just, we've just got to look at what's really going on. And it doesn't seem to be related to what the newspapers are telling us, what the government is telling us. Next slide. Okay, this is the problem. The global network of 500 scientists and professionals in climate and related fields prepared the urgent message sent to the UN the day after Greta Thunberg gave her very highly emotional UN address. Well, what did they say? These 500 scientists versus this one autistic teenager uh, is there's no climate emergency. But the big drama would make you believe it happened and you're taking away my future. Well, if your future depends uh, on it being global warming but it's global cooling, there's a problem. There's a big problem here. Next slide. And they're being saying, you know, well, let's get out of politics here. Okay, next slide. Um, and so the 500 scientists urge people to follow a climate policy based on science, econ realistic economics, concern for those harmed by costly but unnecessary attempts at mitigation. This is what we're talking about. It's called being manipulated. Next slide. Uh, and the European Foundation in 2012 released a very... I'm going to call it insightful paper that includes a hundred reasons why climate change is natural and not man-made. Then I'll just give you some of the points because I think it helps get uh, give you an understanding. Next slide. No real scientific proof. That's a good start. Uh, that global warming is caused by a rise of greenhouse gases because it's very small percentage. Man-made carbon dioxide emissions throughout human history constitutes less than 0.00022% of total 
nationally emitted from the mantle of the earth. So it's not much. And, uh, and after World War II, there was a surge in CO2 emissions, but global temperatures fell for four, 40 years afterwards. So how does that work? We have increased CO2 emissions because it's from the last cycle, but the global temperatures fell for the next, you know, 40 years. So I'm trying to point out real blatant contradictions that uh, is massively obvious. And that's really why this is important because people really do need to wake up that we're being grossly manipulated. That's what we're talking about. Next slide, please. Um, so we've had warmer temperatures than now. Um, and as one Philip Scott Emeritus, a professor of biogeography uh, at the School of Oriental African Studies in London, he says, climate change is too complicated and multifactorial to be caused by just one factor, whether it's CO2 or the clouds. Um, and other people are saying the same thing. It's, it's uh, taking the idea of a single trace gas in the atmosphere and finally guilty of total responsibility, he said, it's absurd. But people believe the absurdity. That's what's actually important here. That's why we have to meditate. That's why we have to be healthy in the body, mind, and spirit so that we can look at these things and say, well, that's just not true. But we have to actually have a clear enough mind to read the research. That's what we're doing now. Next slide, please. Okay. I don't know exactly what the CO2 concentration is today. Let's say it's around 385 to 400. That's low. Uh, there's no evidence that suggests that global warming will cause more storms and other weather extremes. Cooling helps does that. That's what we're actually getting. So... Basically, warmer periods benefit humanity and cold periods are harmful. That's actually what we're saying. Next slide, please. Okay. And the climate change currently contributes to global burden of disease and premature death. Actually, looking back at the statistics over the centuries, it's global cooling that causes more disease and famine. Okay. So, if we go back 650,000 years from the ice cores, temperature increases have usually come before. Temperature increases have not resulted from, but increased in CO, like increases in CO2, but preceded carbon dioxide by up to 800 years. So, the CO2 cycle doesn't even link with global warming and cooling. Next slide. Next slide, please. So they say CO2 is 0.04 of the atmosphere, and that's of that 0.04, 3.5% is made by humans. And the rest is 96.5% is naturally occurring. So in reality, animal-made 
and human-made CO2 is negligible. Okay, next slide, please. Okay, and we estimate 21 to 53% comes from animal agriculture, methane, things like that. So that's not a lot because the global greenhouse gases are very small in terms of a force of global warming. Next slide. So here's the composition. Next slide. Look at that graph. That little white wedge at the bottom is global warming gases. I can't get the slide up, but uh, bottom of the circle, and it includes argon, neon, hydrogen, helium, and methane. So whatever it is, it's really small of the global warming gases. Nitrogen is 78% oxygen, 20, 21%. And then you add this little, little bit, that a part of which is carbon dioxide. It just... It, it it borders on the ludicrous, but again, the serious thing is there's a lot of people who believe this. Okay? And that's what's scary. That people's minds have been so manipulated. Next slide, please. So what's the summary here? Data shows temperatures throughout the U.S. are now slightly cooler than 2005. Now, Richard mentioned, I can't remember that guy's name, who said the data has been altered. Dr. Easterbrook. Easterbrook. Yeah. Okay. He disappeared. Oh, he did? That's recent. Recently, I can't find him. Okay, I, I saw him. Richard sent me him testimony in front of uh, Congress. He was very convincing and basically said the actual physical data has been altered to make it look like more warming than it is. So that's unfortunate to hear that he disappeared. Hopefully he'll come back. All right. Um, but basically, so we're facing even getting the raw data is hard. Next slide. So global climate change is cyclic. And that's the key we understand. It's cycles of warming and cooling. That has to do with sunlight, sunspots. Temperature changes have preceded the industrial age and are not generated by human CO2 emissions created by the industrial age. That's a big one, and it's really straightforward. Next slide. Thousands of years, 650,000 years, we have had cycles of warming and cooling. With the worst being the cooling. More famine and plague. Next slide. Okay, and we could go into a mini ice age, really beginning as early as 2019, let's say 2022 and lasting through 2053 because we're in a global cooling. The sun is hibernating. Next slide. So 
global cooling. And just look what we're seeing here, crop failures, food shortages. Where have we heard that before? People from the northern climates being displaced and moving from cooler areas, such as New England, down to uh, warmer climates. And one example of global cooling migration was in the year of 1815, of no summer. Next slide. It's a destructive, cooling is a destructive cycle, and it's going to make it harder for people to survive. And crops are failing, and you have less fertilizer. I mean, everything's hitting us at once. Next slide. So we have, I call it scientifically and clinically, which are actual physical temperatures, glacial sizes, increases, increasing polar bear numbers. It all suggests that the global cooling is real. And it's just starting to take effect. Next slide. In the last cycle of global cooling, Canada, I guess in the north, Northern U.S. lost the ability to produce food. Now well, we're looking at all these engineered global uh, crop failures and say, well, this is pretty serious. Okay, even the CIA kind of mentioned that this is a potential problem. Next slide. So, what do you need to do? Make sure you have some warm clothing. Check your living space for insulation. Optimize your organic food sources and connections. And temperature-controlled greenhouses so you can really work with it. Maintain a healthy immune system. Next slide. And there we go. Record-breaking cold. Mother Nature. Isn't this a pain? And there's Greta. How dare you tell me the truth? How dare you? Stop global warming. And of course, they're up there, their knees and belly and snow. And that's what we're looking at. That's the absurdity. Uh, it's really unfortunate they've used this uh, as a as a pawn. And they're, you know, uh, it's unfortunate. But there we go. This is the contradiction. The mother nature, record-breaking goal. You can't ignore it. The data is there. And her response, as most of the global warming concerned people, is that how dare you tell us the truth? It ruins our game. Next slide, please. Okay. So there we go. One more slide. I just want to check it out there. Okay, very good. Thank you. So, good. That gives people a picture uh, of uh, natural reality that we need to have. This is like a little redundant. Why? Because you really need to see that this is what the truth is here. It's embarrassing what's going on. Uh, and so many people are being brainwashed as a result of this and panicked. 
So get some more clothing. Make sure you got some good greenhouses so you can grow some food and, and kind of take an approach that fits the data. And again, the bigger picture, trust in God. Let yourself be led to the truth. Even the relative truth. Yeah, cycles of global warming and cooling. Only for 650,000 years. Not exactly a new phenomenon. So please, please take this seriously. This is a warning that will protect you and your family. Okay, thank you for listening. It's good. Richard, anything you want to say? Um. You like the cartoon. I know, I got it. What'd you, what'd you say? I couldn't hear you. You like the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon was great. Um, Mother Nature. Yeah, I personally, you know, when I talk about this, I've pretty much been excommunicated by both sides, the global warming and the global cooling people and everybody. And uh, the reason is because I don't think there should be any ego positions to defend in this stuff. You know, if it turns out that global warming starts and gets bad, okay, just say so. And the same with global cooling and the same with CO2. We're just observing the best we can. But one of, one of the groups that I've been really attacked by is the geoengineering people. And some of them say that if it's not a panic about global warming, then nobody will care to stop geoengineering. And I don't really follow that, you know, logic, but... What I, you said there's no immediate emergency with global warming, and I, I think that's clear. But there is a real serious situation with geoengineering. And even though the overall climate cycles can be seen over periods where humans haven't even been doing anything industrial, um, this program to cut out the sunlight and to poison the biosphere is really serious and it, it's not serious because we're panicked about global warming it's serious because it has the potential to end life on earth and it needs to be changed and it hasn't been changed yet i mean there have been all kinds of protests and everything and you can talk about it on youtube the power structure is not threatened and i think what's missing is some way to change the mindset of the people who are flying the geoengineering aircraft and the people who are giving them their orders. That would change and stop geoengineering. So your discussion about consciousness and meditation, it's important that people don't think that's just something to make yourself think that you're doing something when you don't really have anything effective. It, it's been shown on a smaller than global scale, that consciousness affects physical phenomena and that it affects the consciousness and the intent of people who are not part of the project. So murderers and other violent criminals change their emotional state and their mindset because other people are meditating. This has been proven. Over 300 studies. Yeah. And so what we're really after is changing the mindset of the people who are part of the conscious program to destroy life on earth. And, it, and it's the most direct way I can see to do it. So 
you know, that's the reason that I'm really supporting your idea of global meditation and change of mindset, emotional state, focus, intent. Those are real. It's just they need to be seen as real, even though, you know, people got to the point of realizing that EMF radiation is real, even though they don't see it. The cell towers and things like that. Well, that's not the only kind of radiation there is. There are positive ones. And those are as real or more so. Anyway, that's a long digression, but that was my response. Okay. I a think lot, that a lot more powers in our hands than we know. Say it again, please. A lot more powers in our hands than we know. Yes, that's the point I'm making with the global meditation. That's the most powerful thing. It actually can decrease sunspots. You know, it's been proven that when people meditate collectively, the sunspots decrease. That's how strong it is. Right. So we're just talking about scaling it up a little bit. Yeah. But um, I think the more we talk about it, and I would just urge people, no, some people actually wanted to get the slideshow presentation, and I'm in favor of doing that because I think we need to get it out there because I think people really have to get the bigger picture. We really are being lied to in so many different areas. And it may be good almost to compile, you know, how we've been lied to from JFK on. Because that's when I woke up with it, 63. So please join the meditation at the right time in your time zone. So 10 o'clock time. 10 o'clock is really time. Yeah, 10 p.m. Okay, I, I think that's the, the big thing is we've got to wake up and stop allowing ourselves to be in the mass psychosis where reality is an incidental thing that can be adjusted according to our politics and our rubbed up emotional state. So may everyone be at peace and know that we, we have a task in front of us to help as many people awaken from the slumber. It's not a slumber party you want to join. No. Okay, so peace be with you, and may everyone be blessed that we we truly begin to wake up. Amen. And I will mention how we're going to get the slideshow to people. They just go to treeoflife.nu. And, uh, mm. Nu. Okay, and then we'll arrange it. And give me a week on it, just to get it out there. But I think it's 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 a fact. It's it's a fact sheet, you know. Okay, so, and it's going to be really easy to find on the website, right? Where you'll put it. I can't tell you that because I don't do the website, but I'll, I'll make that request. Good. <laughs> okay. Sounds- very good. Thank you. That was great. Thanks Hopefully. for staying.
really easy. Uh, I it may take us a week to get it set up, you know, uh, only because of limited time and space for what we're doing. Okay, well, if we're here in the next week's show, we can give people an update and say whether it's ready. Right. Okay, we haven't picked the topic for next week. I actually thought we'd have another week of the slideshow. <laughs> I did too. So we'll think about it. Right. But we'll have fun no matter what. Yeah. It's yeah. fun to wake up. Yeah. It's fun to be conscious. Be the opposite of a slumber party, right? A waking up party. A waking up party. Yeah. And it's fun to really know the bigger truth of who you are. Yeah, you don't have to stay so helpless. No, we're not helpless. We have all kinds of options, and, 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 and including learning about the cycles of global warming and cooling. No, we, that's what they want you to think. Another big lie. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dr. Cousins. I know it's pretty late where you are, but that was great conclusion to the show. So we look forward to you next week. Okay. Well, thank you, Richard. I always enjoy just talking with you, rapping with the audience. It's good. Yeah. Have so again, day. peace be with you. Go ahead, Richard. You should finish here. So that was the end of the slideshow. I didn't think we'd finish this fast either, but um, really important based on non-adjusted data, which are really different than adjusted data. And again, I think one of the important points that, that needs to be made is that even if this was, you know, the AOC and Greta and the other people were telling the truth that we're all dead in 10 years, uh, even if it was true, which clearly it not, it's not going to be true from that at least, um, as the founders of America realized and other people scattered around the world, you don't give up your God-given rights no matter what the emergency is, even if it's real. So that's not a debate. That's only a debate where you don't, you haven't thought through what happens when you give up your rights because the people who want you to do that always say that they're going to take care of you. And don't worry because... They're just going to make all these wonderful policies and they just need you to give up all your freedoms and give them complete authority over your life. And it's totally justified because the pandemic's real or the global warming's real or the ice age is real. Whatever it is, is real. So they're going to take care of it. It's like um, David Icke refers to problem reaction solution. We're all dead in 10 years because of global warming. Therefore, you have to not use uh, petroleum energy anymore and you have to not travel and you're not really it'd be better if you don't talk to anybody and see anybody. And uh, there's also a pandemic that is going to kill you. And in fact, there's so many elements of this that they are all excited about because we seem to fall for it. And the pandemic that we just got through was announced uh, before 
Donald Trump took office by Fauci. He said, oh, there's going to be a surprise pandemic. And he knew because he was part of the group in charge of it. And now he's announcing the same thing. There's going to be a new variant. It's, it's really going to be bad. I mean, you know, if you don't shut down your business and give up your income and give up your rights and don't look at the sunset and don't talk to each other, if you don't do that, we're all dead. So they're going to save us and they're going to tell us what the restrictions are. It's all coming from the same place. And what the founders of America put in writing is that the rights that you have, not just Americans, but anybody living in any part of the world, come from God. And governments can't take them away. If they do, it's void. It it doesn't mean they can take them away if there's a really bad enough emergency. They can't do it. Because as soon as you give them the right to take them away in an emergency... They just make it an emergency all the time. It's really not complicated. You know, and a lot of the doctors and other people that don't realize that say, well, at the moment, the emergency is really not very bad, so we should get our rights back. That's a basic mistake. You don't give up your rights no matter what. And then you go from there and you take care of real science, like Dr. Cousins was talking about, Science now has degenerated. It's taught in academia and in the corporate science, so-called science world, that science is coming up with the findings that you're paid to find. You know, uh, I forget what they call that, some special kind of study. And a few whistleblowers have been talking about most of the articles in the journals are highly questionable. And what science has become is repeating acceptable information and having everything else censored. And if you try to tell the truth outside the box, um, you're fired or killed if necessary, but usually fired and you lose your license. You know, it's all possible because people stayed asleep. So Dr. Cousins' idea to start a waking up party that goes on every day I think is important. And keeping that mentality that he's suggesting in meditation so that you don't just, you know, meditate for a few minutes a day and the rest of the time your attention's flying all over the place, focused on fear, worry, false information from the criminal media, things like that. What Dr. Cousins' meditation suggestion is based on is the idea that your attention and your focus and your emotional level affirmation of a different reality has an effect it changes what we think of as real physical reality that's a gigantic understanding because if you get that then you have full responsibility for what you're putting out even if there's 8 billion other people besides you and they're all scattered all over the place meditating on worry and fear and hatred and anger and destroying the evil people and all this kind of thing. And they're broadcasting that. They're all scattered. You don't have to be scattered. Focus your attention. And the thought, there, there's no magic words for it in my experience, but the emotion that goes with the words is power. And almost nobody has that focus. The bad guys do. 
at the top levels of the negative power structure that's controlling the world right now. They know that what Dr. Cousins is saying is true. And so they're pouring in focus on fear and division, really stupid stuff like racial division and uh, hating people from other countries, which our criminal media in the U.S. and the Western world is now making us hate people from certain countries. They always do that before they want to start wars to reduce population and make money off of suffering. And that could be stopped by humans becoming conscious. And, and I think that's the biggest fear of the global power structure is that you might wake up. It doesn't take very many people because most of the others are, as I say, are their intent and their what they're manifesting is scattered all over the place. If you become focused, it's like, I think it was Einstein who said there's more latent potential energy in a single particle of matter than what would be required to reconstruct the whole universe. And I think he's right. Most of it's unknown, of course, but I think he's right. And that's nothing compared to the amount of latent energy and healing power in one human, like you, for example. So instead of just going along, doing what's expected, following the pattern, uh, staying hooked on your, all your addictions and attachments, why not, as Dr. Cousins is suggesting, look at what you could do if you broke out of the hypnosis? And then what if some more of us do that? What if there's a group, you know, even if they don't know each other who are doing that all over the world, and they're like sources of light, radiation, radiating, uh, focused, conscious, healing energy, instead of the soup of fear that we're trained to walk around projecting. We're the projectors, not them. So I'm just suggesting Dr. Cousins is right and make the projection conscious. Realize that you're doing it all day, every day now. But we mostly project what we're worried about. What if we projected the emotion of what things could be like in a focused way as little mini conduits for the creator to act through if we're willing? So I'm suggesting we consider and do that like really soon starting now. And if you want to be in a supportive group that's all working on that, that's Planetary Healing Club, uh, planetaryhealingclub.com. You can check that out. Doug and I are there live every weekend. And this is what it's about. I mean, we'll also talk about three-dimensional things that are health information that's forbidden. You're supposed to be hooked on drugs for life, and medical system's supposed to be tearing you down as inevitable genetic normal aging, all this junk that they tell us. We talk about health information and uh, things on this level, but the main focus is on what Dr. Cousins was alluding to. I think they call it consciousness, and it's the ability to open yourself up so that good things are created through you, not by you, not your little ego doesn't become a new substitute god or something like that. It's 
because of our connection to where we came from, if we learn what the blocks are and get them out of the way, then we can become far more effective than any nasty negative controllers. And I'm talking about instead of thinking that you have to fight and destroy the controllers, you have enough power to actually wake them up and change them. And the clues for this being true are all there, and it's waiting on us to act on. So check out the club if you want, planetaryhealingclub.com, and that's what we're working on. And lostartsradio.com is a place to stay in touch with us, and there's a donate button, and we need money. You know, this is all commercial-free. And if you have the means and you want to donate to help us stay on the air and activate some of our projects, which are waiting to do, then use the donate button at lostartsradio.com. And there's a subscribe star link there, too. That also works. Those are equally good ways to support us. Um, there's a mail-in address if you want to send a donation. Or if you want to ask a question about it, that's fine. Um, or if you want to, since I'm a consultant on these things, if you want to talk about where to donate large amounts of money, if you're one of those friendly billionaires that is realizing it's time to do some good, um, I'd be happy to talk to you, even if you have no interest in our particular project. There's a lot of other things that really need urgent support. Most of the good things that people are trying to do around the world right now need more money. So I encourage you to find those and support them. And then if, if you want to help us spread the links and get by the shadow banning and the censors, that would be great too. And the main thing, if there was one takeaway message from this is that you have massive dormant power of healing the world and it's not from our little egos that are running around fighting about junk it's about where you came from and that that can flow through you if you get out of the way and use your intent to focus on healing the world and yourself first and then let let spirit do that through you it's a real skill and one that we need to get back starting right now. And as soon as we start to realize that we're not disconnected from each other, no matter where you live, what your age or what you look like, your gender or anything else, we're all closer than one large physical family. It's more than that. It's one being in everybody and leads to loving your neighbor as yourself for real, not as some kind of a artificial religious thing i mean it's real so we need to reconnect to that and at that point this changes from hell on earth to the opposite and i think it would be a good time to do that starting right now anyway thanks for being here and i'm sorry to run over time a little bit i just appreciate you being open to the kind of things that dr cousin's talking about and i suggest we put them into practice not for a few minutes a day although we want to do that as well, but all the time. See what we can do, okay? And uh, remember, we, our regular shows are all linked to at lostartsradio.com. Don't forget about our Bright on and Bitchute channels, Ahava, Blog Talk Radio, other places where we're not censored, and we'll stay in touch. And I'll put what I can on the legacy channels as well, just so we don't lose contact. Okay, let us hear from you. And uh, 
We'll look forward to seeing you shortly. See you next week.